bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. I am so far. <laughs> As usual. Well, uh, first of all, I got an extra long voicemail from Jason Hobbs of the podcast Hobbs and Friends and the other podcast Random Screed, which is right here on Anchor. So, and he wanted to tell me about a few things I've been talking about, like advantage, disadvantage, and pictures. So go ahead, Jason. Hey, Glenn. Jason here. Just want to say I'm still enjoying your podcast. Um, Reference the other day, you're talking about advantage, disadvantage. I don't know that I like advantage disadvantage from the percentage wise i haven't run the math but i do think players really like it they like rolling those two dice so if nothing else it's worthwhile because your players like it anyhow reference the pictures and inspirations when i play theater of the mind games i like to put you saw playing roll 20 and we won't have maps or tokens but i'll just throw pictures on the screen right so i did a game based on the excellent movie captain chronos vampire hunter so we started off i had a meeting in so i had a picture of an old european inn and then i had a picture of a path through the woods as they're going then I had a picture of the village they showed up at you know and then i had a village of the doctor's house they went to and a village of the inn they went or the um tavern they went to when i went to the graveyard i had a village picture of the graveyard and you know, when they went to the the bad guy's castle, I had a picture of the interior of the castle. And, you know, so I did that because I try to throw up pictures on the screen to invoke the players' imaginations as we're playing through the scenes. So, and yeah, I will spend hours scouring the internet looking for the right picture. So, I don't know. Anyway, enjoy your show. Keep it up. Talk to you later. And thank you very much, Jason. I appreciate that. Well, advantage, disadvantage, I don't know. Maybe I'm just stuck in my ways or something. And I know the players like it. Maybe it's possible to do maybe a, like a combination of the two. For certain roles, I'll give them advantage or disadvantage. For certain roles, I'll give them pluses and minuses. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But I'm, I'm pretty much set with doing the old uh, you know, pluses and minuses thing. As for pictures, yeah, you got the idea. In fact, for Roll20, that's a great way of doing it. Just slap those babies up there and just, okay, here's the inn. Here's the castle and that kind of thing. They just get a perfectly good idea. Here's the town guard, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, thank you. Thank you very much for setting that in, Jason. Mr. Jason Hobbs. And today, I want to talk about experience, or lack thereof, in gamers, players, or whatever, and how you deal with it. And we're going to talk more about that right after this. Okay. What I mean is, people are always, we always try and get new people in the hobby. I like getting new people in the hobby. But as a GM, are you up to it? That's what I want to know. I mean, some people deal with this better than others. I've seen GMs who just have no patience for newbies. And that's too bad because these are the people who are coming into our hobby. Then there's also the sadistic one who's been running a somewhat sadistic game or maybe take no prisoners or something like that for quite a while. And it's pretty much you tell them, you know, adapt or die, which is to me 
once again, no way of promoting the hobby, no way of keeping somebody in a hobby. I cannot count on my fingers and toes how many times I've run into somebody, even in like acting or something else, even days, oh yeah, I, I played D&D once with a friends of mine. Yeah, I got killed right off. I never went back. That's what we don't want. Someone who's accommodating, you know? And if you can't handle that, that's fine. If you're just used to the old people, you know, the old, the old regulars, the veterans who have done the hobby for years, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying no newbies. There really isn't, because there's plenty of games out there. Although, you know, if you, you should try and work some in every once in a while. You really want to, but I understand if you just don't have patience. Even if they're like young, like the kids, the young kids, some people just don't have patience for that. And sometimes, yeah, you do get bad players. You, you do have to weed out the wheat from the chaff because you will get people who come to, uh, they, come to they come to gaming not, I'm not going to say not for the right reasons because that sounds like a gatekeeper, but they come there not for the gaming. They come to gaming not for the gaming. I'm wondering if like people like model railroaders have had this problem or even war gamers People who like come to the war game just to, to be with friends and be sociable. I find that a perfectly acceptable thing for a, for a game. If you want to come to a D&D game because your friends are doing it and you want to spend time with them, that's fine. But at the same time, least rudimentary, least in a rudimentary way, know the system. And what I mean is, you don't you know what you're looking. First of all, look at your sheet. Know what your armor class is. No matter how many hit points you have, know what the different dice are, just by looking at it. I mean, it didn't take me too long to figure out that's a d20 and that's a d8 and that's a d6. It's not easy. I mean, I'm sorry. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. You should just know. I'm. I'm this is going out to the people who just want to be sociable and do it. You know, when the, he's the guy, person who's enjoying it, and just when the DM says, roll to hit, you roll to hit. That's okay. Those people are okay. As long as, it, like I said, they, it annoys me to no end when there are people there who are obviously there for the social aspect. Okay, fine. But then they make no effort to engage in the game because unfortunately these kind of people they have to engage if they're going to play and i can i could i could be a rich man right now if i had a dollar for every time i've seen somebody like that go which dice do i use how many dice do i roll you're supposed to know that i'm sorry but if you want to spend time with people and engage in this game then just I'm, we're not asking you to digest a book or be a, a master tactician. All you've got to know is which dice to use when you need to use it. And everything else is written down in your character sheet. If I sound annoying, annoyed, I am. <laughs> because these people really, really annoy me. I've played with some doozies before. And the whole what dice do I roll? That was in a champions game with a with a girl that was there to be a social butterfly. Aside from wanting to chit chat in the middle of battle, this is a champions game. In the middle of battle, 
every single time she had to hit, she had to, we were in combat and you wanted to hit something. How many, and it's all D6s. How many dice do I roll? How many dice do I roll? After the fifth time, you just want to strangle, you just want to, you know, take her in the back room and strangle her. I just, that's, that's common courtesy right there. If you want to hang out with your friends and not play, that's okay with us too. You know, we're not making you choose. If your friends want to do this, they choose to do this, you choose to hang out with them. I'm sure there's a lot of other things you guys could be doing, you know, going to dinner, going to a movie, just hanging out and watching TV, whatever, with your friends that, that don't involve gaming. But this is one of their hobbies because, and also I think, well, it's, it's a social thing. I think people in gaming should have interests outside of gaming. Now that's pretty, that's got a pretty good track record because there's a lot of people I've seen in real life and in Facebook and other social media where, you know, I game, but I also do this. I paint, I go watch football. I, I'm a mountain, um, I climb cliffs, I hike or follow this. I'm also, I also like to go to concerts and all this other stuff, which is good, which is good. But if you're a person who has friends and they do that, just that one thing, then you're at a disadvantage. You should find some new friends if you want to be sociable with them. Because I've seen too many people, too many people over the years. Now I'm getting into lecture mode. I'm sorry. I've just seen too many people over the years. Gaming is their whole life. Gaming is their what they do, which def- what defines them. And to me, that's that's bad. I had a whole group like that once. There's this guy who ran a great game. I mean, great game. It was a lot of fun. And I decided to ask if he wanted to go. You know, you want to go. I'm going to see this movie. You want to come? Yeah, I'm going to, you know, we're going to somewhere else. We're going to, you want to come? This is before he was married and stuff. And I got flack just because I wanted to hang out with him and, you know, be buddies. I got flack from the rest of the group. Why are you taking our game master away when he could be running a game? Excuse me? Do you not have other interests too? He is a person. I don't want to know him just as a game master. I find that kind of shallow on my part. I find that kind of, I don't know, just wrong. But that, but aside from that, like I said, I've, I've seen a lot of other people who have interests other than gaming, and I just think that's healthy. That's all. I just think it's healthy. So if you've got new people, work with them. And you know, follow, find their what they're what they like, what they you know they, what they do, and you know, if you get new people in there, and the new people who come, if you're coming for the social aspect, that's fine. Just remember to just give the game at least a cursory, you know, a cursory nod if you're going to play with your friends, and you don't really, you know, not you're not really interested. Just we ask, we just ask you to be engaged once in a while, like to hit and things, like, and know which dice you're using. So that's kind of a convoluted social thing that I got going there. So I'm going to go start my day. And if you guys want to talk to me about this or argue or whatever, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we're monetized right now, so as little as 99 cents a month. 
you too can help support this program and I would thank you. And thank you, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, and Daniel. You're great. And don't forget uh, Mark C. Wallring's podcast, The Yawning Albert. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.